0: This is Fly with Steve Chico and Craig Forsythe Hello Flyers fans and welcome back to Fly Purpley Under Quarantine. I am Steechko. this is Craig Forsythe and tonight for the first time in an Under Quarantine episode and maybe the fourth time in Fly Purpley history, we have a guest on the show. How about that? Oh wow. And a uh, hello and welcome to Bill Matz. Bill, how's it going man?
1: It's going great. I love this uh, not having to host thing. It's great. Charlie's been hosting his show with the movies and music. Now I'm. Fi- it's t- it took three years, but I'm fi- finally on This It's great <laughs> stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy not hosting. It's a, it's pretty <laughs> easy, coasting live. So we'll just watch Steve work all night and then uh, make some money off it. So there we go.
0: Craig's been on easy street for, for many, many years now. Three years That's, now, 30 years now. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> It's retroactively just been recording for thirty years.
2: I mean my whole life, but yeah, the the recording's been pretty easy too. Yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. You're right. Either way works, you know. There there is no such thing as time and space in flyperbly, which is why we tend to nope. go to two to three hours. But that is neither here nor there. Uh so under in our latest episode of uh Fly Under Quarantine, as you know, uh if you've been listening the past few weeks, we pick one to two topics to discuss throughout the show, and just go at it. Uh, Flyers-related topics. We are still talking about hockey with no hockey to watch, which is uh, a, the most noble endeavor that mankind can have. But tonight's topic <laughs> tonight's topic is an interesting one. And, Craig, where did you get tonight's topic from? Was that from your, your oh, brother? Was that from a fan?
2: No, that was uh, – this one was actually uh, just me because uh, I was thinking of – well, I was thinking of topics for the fucks to pump out, and uh, I kept remar- – wrote about or mentioned chris pronger a couple weeks ago i mean surprise and uh thought about how people before he got here said that he is like the ideal flyer and then he actually came to the flyer so i was thinking about guys that back in the day would have been labeled perfect fixed or now uh, labeled like perfect fits to play for the flyers and just never actually made it to the flyers so like if chris prong was never on the flyers he would be number one on this list probably if that Correct. makes sense
0: no, it, yeah, it so. totally makes sense. And like when Wayne Simmons was traded here, everybody said, you're going to love him. This guy was basically made to be a flyer. And within five minutes, we all agreed.
2: You know, what's weird about Wayne Simmons real quick is I think he was traded like a little over a year ago now. And the Flyers are his fourth most recent team. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. which that is weird. Yeah, because he's oh, now a saber and was a devil and was a predator and then a flyer. So, yeah, Wayne Simmons four uh, Flyers for four teams to go for him.
1: And Wayne was such, like, he was, everyone pictures him in a Flyers
2: jersey. He is,
1: (laughs) like, this This topic is who is basically going to fill the Wayne Simmons shoes if you could. Yeah. The thing about back in the day, though, like, going back, I feel like eventually so many of those guys became Flyers. Like, Darian Hatcher, I think, is Mm -hmm. perfect.
2: Yeah, that is what I was like. of course,
1: was a Flyer at some point, just way too late way
2: too late god he's so fucking slow that's... i guess we could just add
1: we could just add players who got overpaid in their mid-30s to those like <laughs> criteria like anyone who signed a contract extension after 33 like they should have been flying
2: patrick Marlowe <laughs> with the maple Leafs should have yes. been on the flyers yeah i got it. yeah that's a that's a pretty good one too a little bit of the Orioles effect too even though this is a hockey podcast the Orioles like doing that for a while well, so
0: and you know if paul holmgren was the gm <laughs> last year that we're happened.
2: <laughs> it may have been, yeah. He may a trade for William Simmons this season, Trading away last year, and then bring him back this year.
0: As I like to say, he's in his, like, plastic cage at the, the Wells Fargo Center, his, like, glass <laughs> Just screaming. Cage. Just screaming, make a trade, Chucky! Come on, Chucky, two trades, you got this. You know no they have him now. set up with,
1: like, the uh, the draft simulator, and they're just telling him, no, you're really making these moves. <laughs> It's just the expansion draft. He's fucking trading it all his first.
0: <laughs> yeah, Paul. He's six foot eight. Can't skate a lick. But you you got him. You got him first overall. Good job.
2: He's, he's talking about trading away players that aren't on the Flyers, but he's made so many other trades that they're now on his. Like he's trading away. He's made three or four moves. already. Yeah. He's he's nuts. I can picture that going on. With him.
1: They have one intern whose job it is just to like play a PS4 simulation in front of him. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Samuel Moran, back-to-back Norrises. I don't know, man. It's nuts.
0: <laughs> he gets really excited when the, the other GM like insults him in the simulation, going like, what do you mean? I'm an <laughs> idiot? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Uh, uh, I can't well, imagine too many people ex- like insulted Paul Holmgren.
0: No. I like, that's what he had Paul going Huller. for I, him. I, I am willing to have the internet muscles to do it behind a microphone anonymously. I in no way would ever consider doing that either on the phone or face-to-face with Paul Holgrin. He would destroy me. I always
1: preface it with the first half of his tenure was excellent and then the wheels really fell off because compliment him first.
2: Yeah, no, no, yeah, we were, I think we were, we were just talking about this last week, like, what is the, is are, is the June 23rd, 2011, the Richards and Carter deals, is that kind of when things started going weird, or do you think it was before or after that?
1: Man, it, like, it got weird,
2: oh, It was weird for a while, and we yeah. were trying to figure out the exact moment it got weird, because then you it- also hear about these, like, f- trades that got, like, the Drew for Paul Ranger trade, the Drew for Craig Anderson, Drew for Tim Thomas. Like, these were all before the Richards and Carter deals. So, like, you kind of <laughs> wonder when he was, like, when he started thinking too much. <laughs> or, like, got in his again. own head. But depending yeah. on yeah. timeline,
1: though, depending on timeline for Drew, Tim Thomas – the Flyers yeah. win the Stanley Cup if
2: they make that trade. That was my yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was yeah, and it was before the it was before the 2010 postseason apparently because Tuukka was heating up and they knew they yeah. had Tim Thomas. Yeah, and that also butterfly effect would have theoretically probably stopped the Bruins from winning the next season too because Tim Thomas, as I like to say, was just Jesus on ice and pretty much gave Peter Shirelli jobs security for like a decade Her after, life, or maybe. like most of it. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so like yeah, that's a huge that would have altered uh. Yeah, the Flyers probably would have won in 2010. If they had Tim Thomas, but that's Chirelli.
1: Uh, like thinking it like Lucic, perfect. God, Jesus, Tirelli, especially. Jesus. Oh yeah, especially no, Edmonton, is... especially Edmonton Lucic, perfect Flyers signing right there.
2: Yeah, that would That's, have a,
1: bo- that's a Bob Clark special.
2: <laughs> oh, I
1: still
0: can't believe that
1: didn't happen.
2: Also, <laughs> I mean, to an extent, too. James Neal, like James Neal and Calgary, too. I think would have been that. Could have been like a late career. Kind of mirror for the Flyers too.
1: James Neal at any point in his career is very high on my list uh, of of oh, these dude, guys. Dude, I
2: still that 2012 series. I think that one shift he had where he headhunted Drew, went down the ice and just laid out Katori away from the puck. I think that's one of the most infuriating shifts I've ever seen in my life.
0: But if it was and a Flyer, it would have been one of the greatest shifts you've seen. It in probably the way. would have be
2: been one of the greatest. Yeah, it probably would have been one of the. I think I was just pissed off because I knew he wasn't. He was gonna get like he got a game, I think, and he headhunted two different players in, like, a 10-second sh- uh, shift. It was annoying as fuck. Those
1: playoffs were great because, the like, the flyers Penguin series def- was the – that did get out of control without a doubt. But you also had, like, you know, Shea Weber bashing dudes' heads against the boards. Oh, and it was my And like, that's God. a fine.
3: That's
1: yeah. a fine. <laughs> like, the nothing. whole league got out of control.
2: Oh, yeah. But yeah, that whole postseason was pretty – the fucking Coyotes were in the Western Conference final. The Kings won. That whole fucking postseason was dumb.
1: Jesus, Just, that cup shouldn't even count if they beat the Coyotes in the WCF.
2: I – we were so close to getting Coyotes devils. Like, oh. Phoenix, Newark would have represented the entire NHL, and we were we were that close to it. I wanted it so bad. And that's Beavis, right before
1: – that's right before a lockout. Before yeah, <laughs> a lockout. Sure. That's that's worse than Tampa Calgary going into a lockout.
2: Oh yeah, that's that would have definitely. been a
0: justified lockout.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're just like, well, why aren't you guys resuming the season? They're like, well, you saw how the last one ended. We don't want to. We're waiting until the teams get it together, and then we don't we have, have, to have to watch fucking. We have to retool
0: fucking... some things, guys. It's yeah, it's we, we gotta offense. make some. We gotta
2: force some GMs to make some trade. We're not watching the fucking Coyotes in the Final Four again. So yeah,
0: <laughs> there were half price tickets in the upper bowl for the Stanley Cup Final. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> It would
2: be <laughs> Phoenix. So, oh God! Yeah.
0: What? So flyerish is the term we're using here, which is obviously I, not a real term. It is a. It's not a, a real fake,
2: term. Um, a fake term. Yeah. But
0: wh- how would you define flyerish? Or
2: like problem? quintessential flyers that were never flyers. Or like, if that makes sense too. Like, uh, like when I think of.
0: I'm not well, debating Bill... the term flyerish. No, no, I mean, yeah, 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 no, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, no. Bill kind of laid it out though. Like Wayne Simmons is a.
0: Like he's the prototype.
2: Yeah, like if he wasn't here, he would be number one on the list for like current players or like recently current player. But like a dude that scores goals and just punches other guys in the face, like that is what Flyers fan wouldn't love. That yeah, rough and tumble, physical, Shoots leans more puck. towards gritty and shooting, yeah, than like a finesse player who will not opt to fight or cheap shot somebody. So like I,
0: a real Radko Gudas.
2: Yeah, that that's a. I mean, you know, he's a non Flyers flyer technically. Yeah. <laughs> Technically speaking. But yeah, I guess that's another good one. Yeah. And then, I mean, I guess the one we should start off with, and he, uh, I guess he was technically owned by, uh, I mean, Shea Weber. He was never, you can't technically say he was a flyer, but he was in agreement with the Flyers to become a flyer.
1: He signed a contract with the Philadelphia Flyers.
2: Okay, that's yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah, he was here. So, but he, I mean, he,
0: He's top of my list. He is the Physical
2: defense quintessential
0: fun. guy here. He is the, the second that the news came out that he had signed an offer sheet with the Flyers. Everybody said that that checks out.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it was. Yeah.
2: No, I was gonna say. I think he did the offer sheet at like midnight too. It was like real late at night for some reason. But anyway, that wasn't.
0: Well, I remember not getting much sleep because like,
2: holy
1: oh, <laughs> <sick of laughs> shit, I was at my. Uh, I was at my buddies in Wildwood. Uh, and I woke up and had to go home because, you know, I'm a dedicated journalist at this point writing for uh, BleacherReport.com, and if I'm not covering it, who the hell would?
2: Oh, wow. That's good. It's good covered, yeah. It's <laughs> a mentality you going to have. Bill, I came across one of your Bleacher Report articles oh, like a God. week ago. I forget. And Is I don't it... remember what I was looking up, and I was like, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> was it Bruno Gervais will easily replace Matt Carl's production? <laughs> <laughs>
0: My but
2: own... I have another Bleacher Report article from you to read, I guess. I got to go check that one out. <laughs> How I
0: did that Bruno work Gervais out? Bruno is <laughs> on the list of most forgettable flyers.
2: Yeah, Bruno Gervais is a very good uh, former flyer, not flyer. Oh, that's yeah, that's was... right. Yeah. He was
1: Max Talbot's buddy, you know?
2: Yeah, who is also another one that could fall into that list you made up or well, the uh, category was a made up
0: thing for the Paul Holmgren era, right? Where he would just get like brothers or buddies, like somebody to just help another guy out.
2: The shens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was like, looking back, they very
1: clearly had culture and leadership problems. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Get his older brother. Bruno Gervais. They hang out. Like, I don't know. Get rid of this JBR <laughs> character. He's young. You saw the problem we had with young guys.
0: And as we all know, playing with your brother automatically makes you better. Yeah. No, Brayden Shen broke
1: out after they traded Luke. It was great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. It really did.
0: You put the Primos together. You put the Lindroses together. You put the Giambis together. They're all just better after getting brothers together.
2: Do you... What do you think Jeremy Giambi's up to right now? Right at this second.
0: Protesting the
1: quarantine outside... (laughs) Outside of... Correct. uh, Outside of a strip club, I'm gonna guess.
2: Outside of Jeremy Giambi's residence in yeah. Wyoming? I don't know. Somewhere in the deep in the middle of America. That's what I pictured Jeremy Giambi doing. Yeah, I can yeah. see that.
0: He's just, in Jason he's outside the strip club and he's just got a sign that says, Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> he's in First, Jason's guest house wondering. There why he... and That's his job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is I like this show, guys. It's fun.
2: That's it. We only got one name done so far. So that was just for Shea Weber. All this was for Shea Weber. And, yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't know how many.
1: Uh, Shea Weber, because he very clearly should have been a Flyer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he would have been one of those defensemen that every Flyers fan would have loved. Just a big-ass dude that was physical as hell, ridiculous slap shot, was had the narrative of being the best defenseman in the league for a while. I mean, he's good and he was really good. But there were a couple of years there where everybody was kind of trying to up his value. So uh, it didn't look like the um,
0: Like the, PK the Canadians Cibana got that Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was trying to yeah, remember where the fuck PK from. Honestly, but hey, is. Honestly, I mean, it's looking pretty good for
0: the Canadians, although it's the only it's, thing looking good for the Canadians. Yeah, it's looking all right for Canadians. Yeah. yeah, looking back, I mean,
1: damn, PK might be done.
2: Yeah, no, he, but, I mean, and that was something last year because I remember we were talking about that last year because we were talking about adding the And I wanted to. I didn't understand why that package for him uh, that the Predators the sent to the Devils was so low or like, so like little quality. Cause it was a bunch of picks and then two guys I never heard of. And uh, that got you PK Subban, but uh makes sense now. Cause he, uh, woof. That was, that was certainly a 2019, 20 for him. That was a fucking rough season for him and company. No, like him They're and Justin fucking...
1: Braun have the same offensive numbers. I'm pretty sure. Oh
2: my God. Yeah. So Ooh. yeah. And, uh, Braun, it so bring a little more to the uh, defensive side of the game season. So, yeah, that's a, a fucking trade right there. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and the thing about Weber was, like, he also just, he was kind of filthy at times, too, where he just smashed guys' faces uh, into the boards yeah. and stuff like oh. that. Like, you know, you hate the filthy guys when they're not on your team, but when they're on your team, you know, you, you know it wasn't that bad. He's just, he's just a wuss. <laughs> he's fine. Oh, no, when he did that shit, I was like, oh, that's really bad. He
1: should be suspended a little while, but also, please sign him. <laughs> That's okay. that, number one on my list is absolutely tom wilson i would kill for tom wilson i feel like, like yeah. yeah if i could have anybody it would be Connor mcdavid obviously but there's just something about a guy who scores 25 goals and beats the shit out of you like yeah. I, I just love it i you know i have a love-hate thing with the enforcers because there really isn't as much of a place for them but that's kind of the thing now nobody can step to tom wilson if he does something dirty <laughs> If he does something dirty and then you try to fight him, he is now effectively taking out two of your players.
0: Ryan yeah. Reeves was the only guy I've seen that can really step up and do it. Yeah,
1: like the last of the actual fighters,
0: Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> and well, and I think the thing oh, like with Wilson, Tom... he sucks otherwise. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah, bad that's, player.
2: That's why I like Wilson for this too, is because he can also score. He's, he's scoring goals and he's punching people in the face and pissing people off. Like a couple years ago, I really. I didn't like Tom Wilson, not because he's Tom Wilson, but also because I didn't think he, he was as good or he fit into this mold as well as everybody was kind of hyping him up to be because he just, the points weren't there and he just wasn't noticeable on the ice except for being a complete asshole. But I feel like the last couple seasons he's definitely been, I mean, he's racking up points and then he's also still wreaking havoc all over the ice. So I feel like Tom Wilson is either the best, I think he's number one. The only other option I have, who I feel like is kind of in a similar light, is Matthew Kachuk. But I mean, yeah, the he, another you know Calgary's version of a point-producing asshole that gets under everybody's skin and talks a lot of shit. So I feel like those two are one and two for me. Uh, Anybody current day in the league.
1: from the Kachuk family, past or present, would yeah. have made a great flyer.
0: Did, oh, you, yeah, did you guys? I always wanted Keith Kachuk on the flyer. Keith
1: was like... always on my franchise mode. Yeah. <laughs> I found a way to trade for Keith. Trade recce for him straight up, no problem.
2: <laughs> did you see uh there's a video today, I retweeted it of uh Matthew and Brady Kachuk playing tennis, I guess, at uh the Kachuk's house, and Keith was watching and Brady went down like three nothing early. And he said, just like the senators down as usual, early, and like was <laughs> dunking on the senators in this fucking real casual video. So that's I going on that. in Kachuk Lad. Yeah. But, no, uh, the
0: entire Kachuk family could join the Flyers, and I'd be very happy. As
2: oh, yeah, Brady Kachuk. Kachuk's pretty hateable, too, and good. So, yeah, I'll take I'll take Brady Kachuk, too. Pretty punchable face as well.
0: So one of the guys I have on my list here is a guy I didn't necessarily want as a Flyer, but I'm shocked they didn't trade for him when he was, like, 40, but I think it's just because he really liked the dry air and the desert so much, and that's Shane Doan.
2: Uh, oh, wasn't there? Weren't there rumblings that he may have been coming out here? And like, after the 2011-12 season, I think he was talking to the Flyers, which feels yeah. very Holmgren-esque. Like, yeah.
0: I didn't want him on the Flyers, but just he had all those attributes that basically made, they scream Paul Holmgren's going to trade for this guy and overpay for this guy. Uh, oh yeah. I mean,
1: that's, he's absolutely, he, he checks almost all the boxes like out of his prime. <laughs> just that like, he's, he's the perfect, I can't believe he was never a flyer.
2: Yeah. More he, he, like, oh, go out
1: of this thing in an art or- with an orange and black contract.
2: <laughs> he was like one of the biggest narratives over actual skill players towards the end of his career. I feel like everybody was just, everybody fucking blew him. And he was like the most <laughs> mediocre player out in Arizona. Like he just was, I don't know. He just was an all right player, but he definitely could have been, yeah. That late career, Paul Holmgren was trying to, trying to stir the pot in the top nine or something. Throw him out there, Shane down.
0: <laughs> I just like the way you straight up said. Dale Howard check 2.0. <laughs>
2: Oh, like, if you go back and you look at his point totals, I don't think he's like that. I'm pretty sure if Shane Doan... I'm not Doan, disagreeing. Yeah, if he went to another team, nobody. Pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, Shane Doan hits a little bit of a nerve with me, because I feel like it's just... He no, wasn't that it's, good. He's, he's the only person to talk about when it comes to the Coyotes. Like, no, they only talk about him. Because they're like, wow! Look, he played for the Coyotes for seven decades. Can you? He, he stayed a with this team. And a he didn't go anywhere. What? Oh, okay. Sorry. You know what I mean.
0: <laughs> but he didn't. As the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been a Coyote so long. He was a Jet, and he's only been with one franchise. Like it- that was the entire narrative. And he's bas- he was basically renowned at the end of his career for playing a long time.
2: I think he- I think he had like half a point per game for his career, which, like, considering, think about how much you've heard about Shane Doe in the last. I don't know. However, long in your life. And think about how he was a half a game player, half a point per game player in his career. Like, doesn't that feel like somebody who no, shouldn't? Was,
1: he was renowned and got credit just for being not terrible and deciding, yeah, I'll do <laughs> yeah, okay. it. So, like, everyone else was, leaves. That was
3: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Roenick left, uh, Kachuk left. Like, they all left. They all just had played somewhere else, and that cost them in terms of uh, the narrative that surrounds Shane Down. I like.
1: Is yeah. Ronick is a perfect example of someone who would be on this list, except they did end up a flyer. Yeah, and
2: way yeah, too know. late.
0: Like it's perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he really did come an entire off. Pretty entire late. other show with the just way too late flyers. <laughs>
2: yeah, that is that is actually a really good idea, yeah. and that list would be, I I would fucking love that list. I, I just want to rip guys apart for like, <laughs> an now we're talking about how they were bad here.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's way too late flyers, but there's also, like, the Adam Oates guys, where it's just like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ, it seemed like a great idea on paper, but, ugh.
2: What about the, we talked about the uh, Pavel Cabina trade last week, what was it, Pavel Kabina for two picks, and, like, at the time, a roster player, for, like, 22 fucking games, what are we doing, what was that, <laughs> <I> <laughs> why have... did you make that trade?
1: I have never seen anybody change directions Slower than like the earth. The same <laughs> direction faster than Pavel Kabina. If he had a shot blocked, it was over. You're like, all right, three on one. Ain't nothing. <laughs>
2: it, it was just, a gigantic true. human. Yeah, just immobile as hell. An ass like amazing.
1: John LeClaire and uh, <laughs> just no nothing. The
0: speed nothing of McDonald's. Oh, that's being generous. I. <laughs> There's got to be a slower player. Like the speed of Hal Gill.
2: Hal Gill. You're right. That is a better example. Hal Ooh, Gill.
0: Sp- Hal Gill. Darian Hatcher on the flyers.
2: Hatcher, Kubina, and Gill in a 40-yard dash. He got money on. Mike Ratchy. That Correct. That was yeah, because a trick answer. <laughs> yeah, he's so... He's, he's, <laughs> he's still a like, current.
1: I looked him up the other day. I was under the impression he, like... He actually played in the playoffs for the Flyers. I had no idea. Is that I right? Was- I only <laughs> had
0: the impression he played like two games. Yeah, I thought yeah. like
1: he like died like in the middle of the first game here.
2: <laughs> I I thought that was it too. I thought he like I thought it was a whole thing. He signed the contract and then he went. I don't remember him playing in the playoffs now. I don't remember that at all. But I remember I remember him coming here. What a what a deal. Though then they also get uh, oh my god who is it Kyle McLaren. I think they tried the trade for him too, and that trade got rejected. Another just big ass slow guy too. Back during that season, no, when the, the league was like, let's start picking out.
1: The I just like the the logic of this, and it it like ties into this list because of this organization's been just ridiculous for so long. Like we come out of the lockout, and it's like, guess what? They opened up the league. It's going to be fast. It's going to be high scoring. And the Flyers looked at it and went, well, the only way to stop that is to get a bunch of big guys. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get Ratchy, Tarion, and Hatcher. That's what we need to do.
0: <laughs> just what an oh insane God, thought process. And they just seemed to be the only team in the league that was like, this is right. This is the way to go.
1: And it was like, we had we had a semi-healthy Peter Forsberg to get us to the playoffs. And then it was like, oh, the Sabres can skate, but well, we're fucked. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it didn't help that in 2008, too, Hatcher was, like, one of the main guys on the blue line to help them get to the Eastern Conference final. I just remember cursing at him the entire postseason because he was so so fucking slow. And I could not wait for the Flyers to just get somebody who could skate. Little did I know they were trying to get, like, Ossie Vanden and fucking Steve Emminger to replace him. But, oh, Steve Emminger might be another good. (laughs) Or at least Random Flyer, I guess, not... Flyer that never should have been a flyer. Yeah, I,
0: I think that's a guy but, who should have never been a flyer.
2: <laughs> never should have been a flyer. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind John Carlson instead, but whatever. And uh,
1: we didn't
0: Carl,
2: so it all worked out. The shit, yeah, that's true. We didn't need Matt Carl.
1: Never thought I'd say those words, but here we are. <laughs> ten years later.
2: I uh, think – I think. It, I, think. <laughs> uh, I was going to go with uh, one guy I had to, going back to Weber a little bit, of like big physical defenseman that just never actually – play for the Flyers. Dustin Bufflin, who uh, uh maybe the Flyers might get a shot, but oh, yeah, I think...
3: let's let's not
0: speak too soon.
2: Let's lock, let's let's get him on all the lists we're talking about here. He just <laughs> terminated
0: his contract, right, in Winnipeg?
2: Yeah. Uh you believe yesterday. So there's a chance he could be coming there. So I think
0: skills wise Bufflin would have been an amazing flyer However, oh my God, yeah. just due to this fan base and the type of player he is a hundred percent would have been divided fan base where half the fan base would have been like Dustin Bufflin's amazing and you'd be idiots to even consider trading him and the other half be like he's a bum.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. But his oh, no, uh
0: like the first time he went for a hit and
1: got burned, it would be like this guy is a rug <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely. No, that's absolutely I mean, that's kind of what happens. A lot of the times here. But uh Buffalo was a pretty big ass he's a big ass dude. Uh could throw hands and uh oh my god. I I think he might be the best uh one of the best pure hitters in the league still. I mean I went back, I was watching like uh highlights of hits from him a couple months ago and that guy just fucking freight trains people and they're all pretty clean hits. Like nothing nothing late or from a bad angle. He's just running over guys. And I feel like that would have been, he I feel like he would have been a fan favorite here.
1: Oh, I mean, think about how nuts my God, I was ready to give Ryan Hartman a contract extension after his first shift.
2: (laughs) You saw the Sabres game and you're like, I'm sold. Yes. Five years. (laughs) I was, I was pretty pumped about Hartman back then too, though. I don't even know. I don't think he's been, I think he's had like a similar season to Pitlick and, uh, Minnesota. I think I remember looking that up for the, uh, so it turns out that Trey was, was all right, but both, Buff- uh, who else? I think Buffon's the last active guy. Oh no, I have one more active guy. on. Him.
1: I have, uh, I have a guy. I mean, technically he was here, but never played in Philadelphia. Old pal, Patrick Maroon. Mm. All
0: right. That's fair. Patrick Maroon.
1: Just because he's a guy we'd overrate so much and be like, yeah, but if they played him in the top six, he'd score like 18.
2: Yeah. He would have been the time again slash cold bar drill of his time.
1: Oh, with the, oh my
0: god, time again. Fuck That's
2: it. my right there. <laughs> time again.
0: Time and time again.
2: <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Patrick Maroon. Oh, god, that is a good one. I don't. I mean, cause I I hate him. And I, I don't really have the <laughs> best really reason for it. I think I just I just hate it. I don't know why. I think it's just because people were. He scored a bunch of goals on a line with Connor McDavid, and everybody was like, "Wow, where did they find Patrick Maroon?" And I, I was, just, I don't know, maybe he's just on a line with Connor McDavid. And then when you look at you look at where, what he's done since then, it really hasn't been. He scored a goal last year in double overtime.
1: Yeah.
2: Last goal of the postseason. First, in the second team, round.
1: Man, that's that's a hell of a story. right That there. is that is pretty good eye.
2: story. All right all right all right fine patrick Roone's fine yeah whatever it took it took it took a one comment from bill to change from a... he is a but he is a big ass slow power forward that yeah, uh, exactly. does apparently talk some shit and uh will throw hands so he is that is a that sounds like a flyer to me
1: and he bought And he beat up brandon manning like what's what's oh not yeah he that? did yeah they did
2: beat up brandon yeah, manning. Yeah, that's pretty right. don't start bringing up points for all right all right that's fair yeah the, <laughs> It's an like
0: admirable it. thing to beat up Brandon Manning. <laughs> it really is. Like you're you're fighting a good fight.
2: <laughs> Didn't he, Patrick Maroon? I'm trying to think of other things. Uh, apparently, was a huge was into roller hockey growing up. That was like one of the main ways he learned hockey. Oh, he was like a roller St. hockey Louis?
1: player. That was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what
2: was that? And then he got traded for Danny Sivert? Was that the trade? I I did they ever get to why he was traded from the Phantoms? Like Holmgren just traded him one day. Well, it was just and like
0: they were having some sort of personal issues. It was there, some kind of locker exactly room
2: issues. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if it ever got leaked. And then, uh, yeah, I guess he's been fine. And he's pieced together an all right career, even though uh, I think he's a little overrated, a little slow, but uh, could be a, would would make it sense on the Flyers at any point in time. That's a good one.
1: I got to I, I got to go Corey Perry as well.
0: Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He Corey is. Perry's a great one. Cause I forgot would, about him. He's such an asshole, and this fan base would love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like He's out there headbutting people. We'd be like, fuck yeah. With <laughs> 35 I, uh... goals, and he concussed 12 guys. Yeah, that's Bill,
1: like I, another 15 goals.
2: I think, Bill, I think you and I were the only ones last year are kind of uh, giving the Corey Perry on the Flyers experiment a little bit of life. I, I thought think because. Let's yeah, like on the third it. line, just throw him yeah, on the third line for happened, no money. They
1: don't have, yeah. you know, they didn't have a third line.
2: Nope, <laughs> yep. no, yeah. Just fuck it, may as well try. So I, I would have been here for that experiment. Uh, but he, yeah, man, he's again very, very punchable face. He is an asshole that does crosses the line sometimes, and also is 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 pretty good. So yeah, Corey Perry would have been a good one. Fuck. What about in that same light? What about Chris Kunitz? Or is he just <sighs> annoying and bad?
0: I'm very meh on him. I've never because he, he really didn't do as a player.
2: Yeah, I don't think he did anything on the ice that really w- made you want him on your team, or also really just pissed you off. It was just he was a penguin. Well, he was he was an asshole. He was also I on the of penguins, all those penguins and James Canada. Neal
0: is the
2: guy. James Neal to me is him, and Latang used to do some chicken shit stuff every once in a while too.
0: Yeah, but I don't I don't think this fan base would have appreciated Letang, but James Neal oh, no. would have been embraced here.
2: I think Letang he would have been.
0: Letang, Letang is a sure. guy like
1: I feel like Latang like is a guy like Dejardins, where we have him and he'd be good, but yeah, like 50% of the fan base at least would be like actually he's bad.
0: Well, like, it was like Chemo, right? Where half yeah. the fan base was like, what does he even do out there?
2: Yeah, because he's not hitting people. Because <laughs> the... he didn't hit her score, so people thought he was bad. It was, you're right that is pretty fucking annoying though that would be I wonder if that's going to happen with uh, if Proveroff's time's going with that since all he does is skate very well and move the puck a lot and uh, I guess he doesn't really fight or lay anybody out so I wonder if uh, Proveroff's going to have a time where some of the fan base starts turning on him
0: I don't know because I feel like it would have happened already if that was going to happen
2: yeah I think I think if there was a time for it to happen it would have been if he had a shaky year this season
1: yeah, like, after after the down year and then the contract extension, if he comes out and is bad this year, the whole fan base turns on him. I might have it, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. No, especially in, like, in this year where it was a big question mark of what the hell the Flyers are going to be. So, like, if they come out and he is noticeably poor and they are, again, just out of the playoff picture, yeah, I think people would have turned on big time then. So, yeah, that's a fair point. If it would have happened, it probably would have already happened.
0: One guy on my list that you might be able to question how good he is now per se, but uh, a few years ago I think was definitely in the top three for defensemen in the league, and I think a guy that really would have been appreciated by this fan base, uh, Drew Doughty.
2: Uh yeah, I can see that, but he he also makes sense as a as like a flyer type player. I can see that he's a good one.
0: I think it might be that too. It might be that like chip tooth grin, you know, something like that.
2: He's got a he's got a hockey look. Yeah. His yeah. uh facially speaking, he's got a hockey look to him. Yeah.
0: And he's just yeah, he's just kind
1: of a dick outwardly. Like uh yeah.
2: Yeah. What he said something he talked about how the they shouldn't play the rest of the season because it's gonna be like twenty sixteen seventeen. He also said I think he said something else recently dunking on somebody though. He does have comments. Drew Dowdy is a, a guy that will uh Oh, him and Kachuk have a whole thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Matthew could chuck one of my picks. Drew Doughty is a good choice. Um, I have another one another... on
0: my list, too. I have uh, Dustin Brown on there.
2: Oh, yeah. Dustin Brown is. He might he's be out there. He's perfect. Gritty power forward, scores a bunch of goals, goofy looking face. Yeah, he checks off a lot of boxes for guys that should have been on the Flyers.
0: Intangibles out the wazoo.
2: Yeah, and they always talk about that. Yeah, that's like the leading thing they talk about. Yeah. The <laughs> one. Uh, he might also be too Brown. Good.
1: He might be too good but Marshand.
2: I have him on my list too. But I mean he is really good but goddamn everything else he does is such a I mean he's a pissant. He pisses everybody off. He is uh takes cheap shots. The licking. Uh and uh and that shootout attempt. Always talking about that shootout attempt now. But the uh he is
1: yeah, bad at shootouts. Jesus, right there, he's a. Yeah, block.
2: every, every...
0: <laughs> sign him up.
2: He's very small though. I don't know if that falls to the Flyers, uh, that's uh, true. but everything else. No, no, everything no, no. else. They,
0: they like Flyers fans like small guys when they're a giant pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, plays big, plays bigger than he is. That's a Loves sign of that's big. a sign of courage. You know, we like that. We like the guys who put themselves in harm's way when they're smaller.
2: Like a like a, he's a Zach Ronaldo with actual a, a lot of hockey skill maybe oh my God. that's one way to put it <laughs>
1: Zach Ronaldo <laughs> yeah, the most flyerish flyer of all time <laughs>
2: he's number one on that list with the bullet yeah he's he's prime flyer <laughs> yeah that would be, and he also unfortunately doesn't fall into the category of guys that should have been on the Flyers because he was he was a pretty good snapshot what the Flyers were for during that time he there. was perfect. He's yeah.
1: playing with Sean Couturier, who is now, like, God. in the
2: lead for the Selkie. Do you—can we—have we gone back and dunked on people for the people that thought Sean Couturier was worthless and bad because he couldn't produce with, like, fucking Zach Ronaldo and Adam Hall? Can we go back? Have we done that yet, where we're just dunking everybody that was—
0: Craig, I think I we do just... that every two weeks. Yeah, Yeah,
2: good. Let's do it again. Let's keep was... it going. We were
1: just talking on—maybe it was BSH or something, but— uh I was just saying, like, think of the money he made Matt Reed. Matt Reed had a nice couple (laughs) of years, but does he, like, lead all rookies in goal scoring if he's not playing
2: with Sean Couturier? I doubt it. Probably not. And then 2014 was all right for – 2013-14 was all right for Matt Reed too, and that was because the same thing. It was Downey, Couturier, and – um, Reed on a line, and then Reed and Katoria killed penalties. It was all Katoria just carrying Matt Reed.
1: <laughs> yeah, effing Steve Downey, who I loved, but
0: <laughs> just yeah,
1: drop a gun I mean, and punch a guy in the face before he's oh, looking. Man. It's awesome. <laughs> like
0: Steve I, Downey's who I think of when I think of the, the happy Gilmore, like, tried to kill a guy with a skate line.
2: Oh, yeah. That is definitely who I picture Steve Downey. <laughs> I remember... Oh, God, do you remember when he sucker-punched Jason Blake? That whole thing... Yeah. That whole thing never gets talked about and still blows my mind to this day that he sucker punched Jason Blake and then they asked Bob Clark about it, and Clark is just like, eh, Jason deserved it. And like that happened like in 2008. That wasn't like the 80s. That wasn't like the Broad Street Bullies. That was like not too long ago. But and that, I, got, I, got... I
1: mean, that's what makes the list interesting is because we like, like I said, it's always, we think of the Flyers. As Wayne Simmons, Rick Tockett, guys who would score a goal and then square up with you and punch you in the face. But the greatest player in franchise history is Bobby Clark. <laughs> and, is. like, what's he most famous for? Breaking a dude's fucking ankle with a flash. <laughs> 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 and yeah, that's why true. I think, like, one of the great uh, non ish non-flyers that just a dude everyone hates but would be perfect is Sidney Crosby. Because I think... He is the perfect oh, combination man. of Bob Clark and Peter Forsberg. That's who I think he is. Oof. All right.
0: Wow,
1: that Crosby gotta, that is the I perfect flyer. I gotta Everyone walk it Everyone hates off. him. Oh, hold on, he's got that shit, just that face. like, oh, perfect out my little now. Rap stash.
2: Thinking about life. Thinking about what could have been. Uh, hold on. Crosby has yeah. a flyer. I was, it's I a
0: disgusting thought. Like I feel the bile He's... in the back of my throat, but you're 100% right in your assessment, Bill. But it's a disgusting He's... thought nonetheless. Cross
1: checks a guy in the back, gets punched, and then goes and yells, screams at the ref for letting
2: him get punched. So <laughs> and gets a power has, play.
1: That's as good as it gets.
2: Hey, look, I'm not going to lie. I would like some more power plays. And if that's the way, we, I, I can see it. That is just, you know it's just some days you remember forever and i don't want to remember i don't remember this line right here i don't remember thinking about Krause as a flyer <laughs> just doesn't that's a pretty good choice though Ah, oh, fuck i don't really know where to go from that one
0: <laughs> <laughs> craig's brain is broken just broken we hate him so much because he's us. we
2: can't yeah god damn
0: the dark image, mirror he's been mirror image. the entire time yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a guy on my list. I got uh a guy who was almost a fire another offer sheet guy, Ryan Kessler.
2: Uh yeah. I was going to say was, yeah, that is uh I was thinking about putting him on here. That's a good that's a pretty good choice. Do you remember when Scotty Elfshaw dunked on him after the um after the Offer Sheet got like shot down or like they matched it? Like he no, went what, he what during what was one... the dunk? It was the uh, during one of the broadcasts they brought Upshaw into the booth because I guess he was out, and they were they were talking about they were playing the Canucks and they were talking to him about Kessler and everything, and uh, JJ mentioned that he had signed the offer sheet and then Upshaw said something like, "Yeah, we're happy they uh, matched and he's not on our team or something," and like just casually moved on, <laughs> but it's on YouTube and he just like slams Kessler out of the middle of nowhere. But Kessler two way forward, fought also crossed the line. Was one of the guys that was always stepping over the line when it came to a little bit of dirty shit.
1: I feel like that that era of uh, Vancouver teams, like oh that 2011 Edler, Canucks team, they have okay they have
2: some good ones. So BXO was the guy I said was really random. That I there's no reason why I should have been like he should have popped in my mind, but I feel like he is a guy that could have been could easily be seen as a flyer. The Superman punches, physical, talked a lot, like just just an all around asshole. I can see Kevin Biexo being on. Or a, a non-flyers flyer, but that 2011 Canucks team though really is probably filled with a bunch of like should have been flyers that never were. <laughs> <'Cause they're>, they <laughs> follow. Fucking Burroughs. Oh my god.
1: They follow that bully's, uh, like the bullies blueprint a little bit with great goaltender, some Hall of Fame top end guys, and then if you touch them, we have nine goons. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, was
2: well, it? Two Ripeton. damn lines for you uh rick ripen i think was on this team or rick ripian yeah um yeah dude they had a bunch of fucking dudes that would uh yeah the canucks one is good uh i think current guys uh i don't have brad marchand was the last one i had another one that another former penguin uh since we were just talking about Crosby, was uh, matthew barnaby i thought yeah. if he was on the flyers he's the i mean
1: he he still says he wishes he had played for the flyers because he thinks he fit here perfectly
2: yeah, I mean, he seemed like an actual asshole in real life, based on some stuff over his life. But, uh, I mean, he would have been, Yo, God, we he would have, we would have <laughs> <we would've> loved <laughs> the fucking story. We would have loved him on the fires so, out because he would have just talked shit the entire time and stirred the pot. And he would have just been uh, Zach Ronaldo many years before, like, pretty much, is what it feels like.
0: God, you'd still be seeing Barnaby jerseys at the fire.
2: Was oh, absolutely! Without yeah. a doubt, no, I mean, he'd be
0: he'd be like a Rod Brendamore
1: folk hero. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Did you? All right. When do you think we'll stop? Uh, did you guys see Ronaldo Jersey at games this year? Like, no, do, I, are they still out there?
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw. Him. Yeah, they're okay. definitely so,
2: still out there. How long he was last on the team in twenty fifteen? When do you think that? when do you think the Ronaldo Ronaldo appeal kind of slows down and people are just kind of like, hey, it kind of fucking sucked. <laughs> and Never. then just stop wearing his jerseys. Yeah.
1: There is a certain, I mean, yeah, there will always be a couple.
0: Like, there's guys who probably have jerseys for every goon that's ever played for the Flyer. Like, there's a guy out there who's got a, who's got a Berube jersey, who's got a Brashear jersey, who's got a Fedora McCarthy. jersey, who's got a Ronaldo, a McCarthy. Like, there's definitely a guy who's got all of those.
2: Who was the guy on the Phantoms? You guys have both mentioned his name, but I didn't know. Uh, Frank Frank the Animal by Lois. There you go, that guy. That was uh, who I was thinking of.
1: My all-time favorite hockey player. Never came up, so you know what? He makes the list.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I, looking <laughs> at it, because I was trying to find him. And I thought I found him, and I That's only an played for the Leafs. So... He played
1: like five games for the Leafs, I think. Yeah. Maybe
2: less. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. He that was, guy.
0: He was the most popular Phantom for years, just based on the fact that he beat the shit out of guys.
1: Yeah, just like, and not these were not Donald Brashear fights. It's his long-ass hair flipping around as he's just hammering away.
0: <laughs> it's just like savage, like, unbelievable. Oh, it, you walked in. Like, I clearly, I don't remember if it was Pia Lois, but I have a vivid memory of going to a Phantoms Hershey Bears game where before I sat down in my seat, there was a fight.
2: Oh, fuck yeah, nice.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, the Bears games were... Like, the Bears games were a
1: hot ticket. That that shit was so much fun. Because it was pro wrestling. There was barely hockey. And it was, like, the two best teams in the league. Like, they were both really good. Uh, and they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, it, it basically was like the, the Flyers-Senators brawl game. Yeah. Like, every time.
1: Oh, it makes that game, like, I saw a game against the Bears in the playoffs that was far crazier than that Senators game. <laughs> damn!
2: <laughs> minor league hockey back in the day, yeah, it used to—it used to be where it's at. I mean, I remember I used to go—I went to a couple like Trenton Titans game way back, or whatever the team was in Trenton, like years ago. And every game you went to, there was at least four or five fights. I mean, it used to be the best part of going.
0: Well, and the thing was that the Phantoms and the Bears were both good, so yeah, go so it was just you'd see actually great minor league hockey, and you'd see a shit ton of Some fights. Fight, it was amazing, yeah. and it was super cheap.
2: Yeah. Damn. Those were the days.
0: And it was at the Spectrum. And the Spectrum it was an incredible place to see a hockey game. No, and
1: it was, it was the fans of the Spectrum. Like, even in the late 90s, they're like, hockey's not played the same anymore. We want this. Like, I was in, I had season tickets in the third grade. So, yeah, 97, 98, we're talking here. I got burned with a cigarette in my seat.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is... That is the most Spectrum thing. That that sounds pretty, yeah. Where were you sitting? Can we just, just for frame-
0: I was in the third row off the ice. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. It probably cost you 15 bucks.
1: Yeah, it was, I know it was like cheap because my dad wasn't spending that kind of money to get season tickets. So it had to not
2: be expensive. Third row getting a cigarette butt on you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like someone
0: t- tossed it or something and I was just like, what the fuck? And I like still have a mark on my hand. I swear <laughs> to God. This is the experience I was talking about, Craig, when I pitched the Spectrum Room for oh, the yeah. Wells Fargo Center. Like this is the this is exactly this what is... <laughs> I was talking about.
2: Yeah, Billy, should definitely let the Flyers know about that. Just let them <laughs> to the what was the Chaos Room? What the hell was the thing that the critic called uh, it?
0: Disassembly Room.
2: Disassembly Room, I think is that's definitely the one we. Yeah, that was probably it. Yeah, so yeah, that's
0: the one they stole from us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so Gr- <laughs> next week we're gonna see Gritty just putting cigarette butts out on uh on people's hands when they go in there. On unruly like, children. Yeah, they're like, they just keep taking our ideas.
0: <laughs> I'm shocked that hasn't happened already.
2: Oh yeah. No. Nah. I'm still
0: not convinced one of you isn't Gritty.
2: That's Craig. I I can't speak to that. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment at all. I really do wonder I mean, it is just one guy, right? They're not rotating people do the work.
1: It's From really what before. I've heard, it's one guy.
2: Okay, yeah, we'll find out. We'll get to the bottom of it. He's eventually going to slip up. We'll figure it out. It's not me, by the way. It's definitely hundred percent not me.
0: Well, it's not me at
2: all.
1: That's exactly what Batman would say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to pretend I don't have another name here either. Shit. So hopefully, you guys. You are, don't have
0: another. I got. I got three names, and none of them are none of them been active for a while. All right, good. I have one more
1: active guy, and it's just someone I liked and was overrated for a long time. It's Dion Phaneuf.
2: Oh, yeah. And I just
0: think he was... Oh, I thought about Phaneuf on my list.
2: He was extremely overrated for a while.
0: But he fucking dished out some
1: hits. He, yeah. he had the hammer and the big shot next to him on, uh, on the video
3: games. He <laughs> was hit, man.
2: I always, when I think about DLFNF, I always just think of uh, Sean Avery, too. So, oh, yeah. Sean, Sean Avery, not, I. Uh, well, Sean Avery may have been, oh, boy. I mean, Sean Avery as a flyer sounds par for the course.
0: I honestly think he was even too, just ridiculous. Too much of an standings. asshole for the flyers? Not, not necessarily the asshole part, but, like, his, like, his, like, fashion career and stuff. You know, people would have, like, mocked the shit out of that.
2: Oh yeah, and he's also truly just an asshole. Like, what yeah, yeah, we talked about him a couple of years ago. He's making fun of homeless people in L.A. I was like, all right, well, this guy's just a fucking loser. So I like he is somebody so many... making,
0: like videos about the bike lanes in New York or something, and like yeah, like, smashing yeah. somebody's car or some shit.
2: Yeah, he he, he likes talking. Yeah, he's <laughs> a yeah, so real piece of shit. So and, Sean Avery not a flyer.
1: If you buy into the uh, if you buy into the idea that there's some sort of bias against the Flyers sean avery he would never be dressed
2: yeah <laughs> that is true yeah he would be he'd be living in the penalty box it would be a, a game-long penalty kill yeah i i mean i on my list is already done you guys have already i thought you
0: had another guy on your list craig a very controversial guy
2: uh ty domi is that yeah. You're talking about? yeah ty domi oh okay so him and the other guy i mean scott stevens i feel like those two Ooh, even they, you're
0: going. With they the hate Ste- each other. Noted war criminal Scott Stevens.
2: I mean, I we say it all the time. He made his career off of late hits. This town would have eaten that up. They would have eaten that up in the '90s and 2000s. Also, if he wasn't the guy that ended Lindros' time in Philly, our I'd view hate him, of him may be A little different.
0: I, I mean, no, maybe... I, I hated his guts. I hated his guts yeah. at the time, even before that.
2: Still, you hate him. You hated Chris Prong before he came here, right? No. Or may have. I don't know.
0: I, I might have hated Chris Pronger if he was in my division and was headhunting all the guys on my team all the time, but he was never in the Flyers division, so I didn't have the chance to hate him.
1: Yeah, Pronger was always out West, so it was always just like late-night highlights of him elbowing dudes. So I was like, oh, cool. I like this. Yeah. Uh, open ice hits, remember those? This <laughs> is
0: relevant to my interest. Yeah. Uh, I had another do- – I, I had Claude Lemieux. Oof. Another disgusting name that I thought about.
2: He, I mean, again, now I think he would have. I think he could pick. I think Lemieux and Stevens are fair choices from those Devils teams. Lemieux especially, because he had, I mean, yeah, he had some cheap hits and he was definitely a target for a couple of those uh, wings teams. And uh, yeah, just an all out asshole. (laughs) So I can definitely see his son also sucks too. Brendan Uh, talks a lot and he's not anywhere near as good. So that whole family sucks, but they should be on the Flyers. Yeah,
0: I got an interesting one from that era, and that I, I put I put them on my list because I'm really surprised this guy didn't come to the Flyers late in his career. I think there was a rumor at some point that there was maybe a trade in the work that never happened. Brendan Shanahan.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I wait. When did you, when would it he was have like been coming in like of his 2008? I, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: like the, around then.
1: Him at the end is the perfect, like, oh, yeah, look, we got Brendan Shanahan. It's like, oh, I look at my watch. It's not three years ago. Cool. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I was waiting for it to happen. I'm shocked it didn't.
2: Oh, God, who was the guy from the Red Wings? Uh, Daniel Clear. Like, he was another guy that would have fallen into the the flyer, signed him about six years too late. Because he was a guy that actually they were talking about too. But uh, Brendan Shanahan, I feel like, I, I can see that. That makes sense. Also, they should have gotten it because I think the end of his career lined up with Holmgren uh, being being the GM, so that definitely must have been talked about.
1: No, that's like the that's a perfect like LeCavalier move.
2: Oh god, yeah, Cavalier <laughs> is a painfully accurate example of what we're talking about. God, he's so fucking bad. I still can't get over that he had 20 goals in 2013, 14. I don't even, I don't even like, I don't know how. I think top six minutes is the earth. Def- or-
1: yeah. Yeah. No, that's like, uh, if you play enough and get power play time, you can put it in 1820.
2: Yeah. That should happen. Yeah. doesn't that's really, spot. <laughs> just shooting pucks in off him, making sure his stick plays at the right angle. All that oh my type God. of shit. I remember it was
1: like a big, Oh, we'll see if, you know, Jake Voracek can play the left wing. And I, because man, Vinny Lacavalier he came here to play wing. Uh, with with Claude Giroux, it's like, yeah, he came here to 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 play with a superstar, playing first line minutes. That's interesting. Me too. I I will only play for the Flyers if you put me out there with Sean Couturier <laughs> and Travis me. I'll play left wing. I'll make that sacrifice.
2: <laughs> thank you, Bill. What I? Well, I mean, thank you for your service for offering yeah. that and going on the top line. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was uh. Fuck. I don't I'm trying to remember of and then he had that like that spurt in LA too after he got traded from Philly where it made flyer's fans look stupid. Like we were making the whole La bad thing up for a little bit. And then thankfully there was a course correct. But that's gotta be He's a very that was a very Flyer signing.
0: I yeah. feel like it was a two week period with Lecavalier
2: out in LA where they were like, oh,
0: I can't believe they gave this guy up. And uh, then they hit yeah. the playoffs and it was just, wah, wah, wah. yeah. And then they got
2: wrecked by the Sharks and they were like, oh, you know what? Cavalier deal, not so great. But there, you're right. It was like the first two weeks. They had like pucks going in off skates and had like six points in five games or something. Everybody was like, oh, well, flowers look pretty dumb. And I was like, nah. Now we know what's coming.
1: A guy I remember being young but always hearing rumors about. And maybe it's just because we were the Flyers and we were in on everybody. But Sundeen, Matt Sundeen, I feel like there was always something there, but yeah. it never came to fruition.
0: Well, because his career in Toronto was just always like, it, there was always some sort of like just him not belonging in Toronto kind of thing
2: going on. I think he, and I think he went, um, didn't he end his career around the same time that Shanahan did? Weren't they around the same time? Like, that could have been...
0: I think so. I, I, Sundin might have been a few years earlier, because I think Shanahan held on a, a while.
2: Yeah, yeah, Shanahan did. I'm trying to think of... Uh, yeah, Sundin is a, is a good one, too. I always just think of Sundin for that. The 2003 and 2004 series, back then against the Flyers. And uh, I think he scored Yeah, he scored the game-time goal in Game 6 before Roenick won in overtime. But he was <laughs> a guy that... Yeah, he is a guy...
0: Sundin had his his final awkward season in Vancouver for
1: 08-09. My God, really? He was still playing in 08-09? That's
2: wild. I was going to guess before. It's only been
0: 11 years since Matt Sundin <laughs>
1: retired. <laughs> I was going to guess, like, the lockout. I figured, like...
2: The year after the lockout, I thought, was the year he yeah, was Yeah, like, oh four
1: oh five. maybe he plays one year out, and he's like, out oh, there's a young man's game now. <laughs>
2: just out there on the ice i'm too old for this shit just people yep, skating exactly. by <laughs> i gotta get out of here wait what What was uh shanahan's did you say that one yet i think it uh, may have been not, the same year yeah i think they were around the same time then i think but uh i mean i think should we
0: shanahan was uh 0- 0809 he had one go. he had a one final run with the devils and he played 34 games and had 14 points
2: it's not bad for your last year. It's not great. <laughs> it's not desirable, but, you know. <laughs> All
0: right. I, I got a couple more names on my list here. Uh, First one you can kind of throw in that, that Scott Stevens kind of range. Maybe not as hated, but uh, Chris Chelios.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. No, Chris I Chelios would have been a that.
0: wildly popular flyer.
2: No, he, yeah, he would have been. Definitely. Even yeah. after... Uh even after the, the Brian prop incident, but yeah, he would have been, he would have been pretty popular stuff. I mean, the
0: thing is like, if he gets drafted by the Canadian or by the flyers instead of the Canadians, we're ta- we're looking at a completely different, like we're looking at a Philadelphia legend.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. He does check off a lot of boxes too, in terms of like what, what we've been making up on this list. So I like Chelius a lot.
0: Uh, you got, Bill, you got any other names on your list?
1: Uh, I was just looking, um, I I thought of another uh, active guy, and now this is just on the ice, talking about on the
0: ice here, Evander Kane. Oh, I remember a few years back there were a lot of discussions about the Flyers potentially trading for him.
2: Yeah, because he does fit the mold of, like, a physical guy that can score a ton of goals, and also has the speed to kind of, like, do pretty well in today's game, so yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And strictly on the ice, yeah, he would have been a pretty good. Off the ice, uh, yeah, no comments. But he, I can see Cam- that number nine in Kane being in a Flyers jersey. Who would I think he would have been pretty popular here? Oh yeah, if uh, especially if, I mean, it doesn't ha- it doesn't hurt that he knocked out Matt Cook. That will go a little bit of a long. Oh, what about him actually? Ugh.
1: I was thinking Cook and went with James Neal, like just because like Cook is. Uh... Yeah, Cook Cook would have been a fourth liner here, no problem. He would have been that guy, but it just seemed like Neal would be a true fan favorite, throwing elbows, scoring thirty five goals.
2: Exactly. Yeah, Matt Cook I think qualifies because he was cheap as shit. Yeah, like he has a little bit of that Ronaldo uh, feel to him. Like, yeah, he could have been he could have been Ronaldo if Ronaldo wasn't here. <laughs> but yeah, he's not something we would actually want. I
1: mean, I guess Gordy Howe's the all timer, right? Like he's. He's Mr. Hockey. He's known for throwing elbows. He's the greatest of all time. Like, he,
2: I think he's perfect. Oh, yeah. That's, that's actually true. I really wasn't even thinking about going back that far. But Me he neither. He is the, he is is the ideal player. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. he, he played until the 80s. So.
2: He did play for, yeah. He was probably in the ECHL until like 91 or something.
0: Yeah, like him
1: him playing fourth line minutes on the 97 team would have been perfect.
2: Oh, man. Him, Howard Chuck. And, uh, yeah, that would they would have fucking killed it.
0: How do you guys think? How do you guys think Ovechkin would have done in this market?
2: Oh, he would have been well. I think I think Flyers fans would have loved them. The problem would have been Ovechkin. Ovechkin couldn't have had couldn't have had the same tenure he had in DC and Philly because I still can't believe DC fans were willing to stay with those Caps teams year after year of like absolute torture. And I feel at some point with Flyers fans. I don't think it would have gotten to 2018 with Flyers fans if Ovechkin was here. I think he would have been, there would have been serious trade talk for him a couple years before that.
1: No, after about six seasons here, we would have traded him and convinced ourselves it's okay that the all-time greatest goal scorer in the history of the sport got traded because it's a team game, damn it. This is a team game. It's not about individuals scoring goals. Oh, he stands there and rips one-timers, cool. Like, no, after about six years, I think we would have turned on the guy. There are people who still think Eric Lindros was a wuss. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that that to me is. I used to be, when I was, when he first left the Flyers, and, you know, I kind of only had limited sources of uh, information coming from, uh, you know, WIP and my dad, I did think he was a wuss, and then I started reading about everything the Flyers were doing to him, and I was kind of like, all right, this is all fucked up. (laughs) So, like, if you hear everything he did. Yeah, that I mean that stuff you don't want and a plane, then like damn it. they had like uh what was it? He reported he had like he he had a tint of like yellow vision at one point in time and they like gave him like Advil and he had like concussions and they would give him just Advil and be like, All right, let's see how you do out there. Like stuff like that, you're just kinda like, Well that's fucking insane. So Well listen,
0: that, that's how the flyers tried to cure probably Clark's diabetes.
2: So <laughs> just giving him Advil. Rough <laughs> yeah. rub some it dirt on to and get back out there. It yeah, it Stated off Clarky. Two cups, yeah, baby.
1: that was Clarkson yeah. being like, it worked for me.
0: <laughs> the best Goddamn. medicine. Last guy on my list, and we haven't mentioned a goalie to this point, and I wanted to throw a goalie into the mix, and this is one of my favorite goalies of all time, Patrick Wah.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. He's like what we think of Hextall in our mind as.
0: Yes, yes, a yeah, perfect description. So, yeah, it He's is,
2: like
1: yeah. A, a tough
0: maniac <laughs> a, of a man, but one of the best goaltenders of all time.
1: He's what we've convinced ourselves Ron Hextall was. And he was great for, like, a short period of time. But, yeah, Wah is, like, if not number one, top five is, it's, it's unfair. I think like, he's
2: got a, yeah, I think he's got a, well, what was it? They just put out, did you guys see the NHL.com put out the rankings for the best 16 goalies in the expansion era? And I, I think see this. I think it was Bredor was one, Wah was two, Hashik was three. And I feel like that is insane. I feel like it's sh- I feel like the debate is Hashik against Wah and then Brodeur is third.
1: Yeah, Brodor just has the hardware, but I was looking up like I really, you know, don't remember the games that well from my childhood, but oh, shit. I was just looking up that uh that two thousand series against the devils. The Flyers never had more than twenty five shots on goal.
2: Yeah. So I mean like and I I'm not trying to say the whole He's only a product of the system, but the fucking system matters a little bit. They had the cater. They came up with the system because he was good at net, but the trap and the way they ran defense definitely helped. And the year he played in helped. And the, the Hall time. of
1: Famers and, like, Hasik, his numbers are insane, and he's got nobody.
2: Who was nobody. on – I was, I was going to make that point. Like, who was on that 99-2000 team that I'm nobody. sure I'm not thinking of? Like, it was literally just him, like, trying to hold off the stars, right? and then the league couldn't even help him out with a correct goal call or like non goal call. So I feel like that kind of shit always happened to him. Let's and then see he he on the
0: 99-2000 Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. But and then what sure and then what Wa- Wa- was, was just a But amazing names here. We're going to see nothing but guys that should have been flyers. I <laughs> guy guy guy. Guy guy guy.
2: What about speaking of uh wait,
0: wait. I'm pulling up this roster now for the the Sabres and it is oh man, and I'm going to do it in points order here. Miroslav Satan.
2: That's a hot start right there. Curtis Regardless Williams. of season.
0: <laughs> Stu Barnes. Michael Pekka. Oh, there Vak you go. Lavarada. Maxime Afinaginov. Michael Grosek. Jason Woolley. Jeff Sanderson.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah. Future these flyer are, in the making. These are some fucking names. Wayne Primo is on this list. Uh, Doug Gilmore apparently played on this team.
2: Oh yeah, he did rock that stupid bison head for a little bit. Uh the uh the, um Michael Pekka is another guy. Another guy Rob that I hated Ray. growing up. Probably is Rob yeah, he's another good one.
0: Oh, I like Flyers Legend shitnick. <laughs> uh,
2: Shit. Marty
0: Biron on this roster.
1: Oh wow, really. What a goddamn job that is. <laughs> that's that's gotta be second only to Brett Favre's backup. Like in terms of all time <laughs> great jobs.
2: No, how often that? How often do you think Hasek got pulled in his career? I mean, well,
0: see, Hashik's problem though was that he had a lot of injuries because he had that yeah. acrobatic style and he didn't have a defense in front of him, so he had a lot of groin pulls and such. So this season, for instance, Biron played forty-one games. Oh
2: shit! All right, okay, that's fair. But okay, so but we're all in agree. I mean, Hashik and Walsh should be over Brodor. Yes.
1: yes, I'm. I'm willing to concede that.
2: If you had to I will tell Marty
0: Wall, at though. Thanksgiving dinner. In front of his sister-in-law,
2: slash wife, yeah, or whatever's going on there, yeah, <laughs> it's what something's going on.
1: Something I was weird. gonna say
2: you could just tell her, yeah,
3: and
1: whoever's but, it, whoever he's moving out on in that Enterprise commercial, <laughs> I had to
3: pack my
1: shit. Those <laughs> fucking Enterprise
2: commercials—they're so fucking annoying. It's like, yeah, all right, we got it. I, they're so bad, and I don't know if it's because it's Enterprise. Or it's hammer, if it's a combination of both. But that's it's always just like, yep, I played hockey. Uh, here's a car. And Craig, there, they no give more.
1: you the tools to be your
2: own boss. <laughs> All
0: right, we get it, Marty. You destroyed your team. Destroyed the game of hockey so, for the left wing lock. Yeah. So
2: thank you. That was a deep. That was a that was a step brothers reference. Yes, okay, it was, there could, yeah. okay, there could, yeah. I was trying to think of the one <laughs> after that. But.
1: I think like maybe not like the most flyer-ish non flyer ever, but. Someone who in our heads, like, we've built it up. Mark Messier.
0: Like, we think we're a team of Mark Messiers. That's who we really yeah, are. Yeah. Right. Number one that. defensive center. Just it did it all. True leader. All that shit.
2: Yeah. Put, uh, said he was going to go out and, and win a game. And then went out and won. Won the big playoff game for the hat trick uh, back in 94. So, yeah, that feels like something. Yeah. Mark Messier also feels like a guy that we would think would be like a quintessential non-flyer flyer but maybe as a little us building up the flyers a little bit.
1: but really we're we're a bunch of Ronaldos. <laughs>
2: pretty much yeah <laughs> that's what it comes down to yeah josh gratton's i was because i came up with a list of like random uh enforcers that we may, may have talked about tonight but uh i was looking at josh uh josh Gradton and uh yeah steve Downey. <laughs> I mean, Steve Downey was a guy. I was thinking about stuff Steve Downey did. Do you remember when he clawed David Clarkson's eye back in, like, 2008, I think? They got into a fight, and Clarkson landed a bunch. And then Downey clawed his eye. Clarkson started bleeding, and then Downey was just laughing in his face while Clarkson was, like, throwing bombs at him. He was a maniac back then.
0: He's still a maniac now, but. Clarkson, by the way, prime fodder for this list.
1: Oh, Clarkson was, I mean, I had a ridiculous fear. Like, I was just convinced they were signing him. I was like, I know, like, he had that one big season, and everyone was like, oh, he's exactly like Wayne Simmons. And people were like, yeah, get tougher, get another simmer. And it was like, oh, my God, no, please, no.
2: 30 goals, I think, he had that one year.
1: I was living in fear. I was just, like, it was, he was a flyer in my head. Like, I I have to look up. (laughs) It was a great fear of mine.
2: He is, like... I feel like if the LeCavier deal didn't happen, this is another deal that may have happened on that same timeline. Like he – I feel like one way or another that summer, the Flyers were going to get – or give out a big deal. Oh, no, that happened in – LeCavier was right after the lockout shortened season. That's my bad. But, I mean, like that feels like how the Flyers would have wasted their money back then would have been on Clarkson. I'm surprised they really didn't. Were they even rumored to be in on him? I don't think they were.
0: I think it was just fears. Like it's like, yeah, it was just was that draft pick a couple years ago? I think it was the Proveroff draft that like really big Los- loss, loss and crowds. crowds. Yeah. I, I think was... it was like a loss. I feared for my situation life where yeah. people were assuming that the flyers would do it because he was big and could score. And they were like, well, that's a flyer, right?
1: Oh, he's the next Hartnell. Like, I remember that shit. Like it was yesterday.
2: God, that was, oh my God.
0: If he's the next Hartnell, I wouldn't spend a top 10 pick on Hartnell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just remember, like the his biggest selling point was he was big, and that was a draft class with fucking Provroff and like Warinsky and Marner, and people were like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, let's get Lawson Kraus." No, let's not. Let's get anybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's why this list is fun because the like, David Clark's Jesus, I, I was I was legitimately terrified. I was like, I see it happening. Five years, twenty five million. Here we go.
2: Whenever I hear Clarkson's name, all I think about is that, and I think I just talked about this like last week too. But the uh, the goal against the Flyers, the one that Briscoe just shot into him in like the uh, in Game Five in
3: 2012. <laughs> so
2: it was like the final. I think that was the last goal Briscoe gave up in that in that playoff series. Like that was.
0: But sadly, not the last goal Briscoe would give up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> close to it, but one more year of that that good time. Did you, uh, wait, what, were you looking something up? Were we talking about David Clarkson stats?
0: I could look up David Clarkson stats.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Who has the oh, time? I have it right here. What'd he do? Uh, they had like he, 30 goals in 2011.
1: 2011 12, 30 goals. And then the next season, it's a 48 game season. He has 15. And it was like, oh, no. So he's a he's a 30 goal scorer. <laughs> and then, in – oh, it was Toronto who signed him five goals in 60 games.
2: Yeah, because I remember that was the off season that they signed Clarkson and they added Dave Boland, and Toronto media was like, "Well, well, well, <laughs> looks like the Leafs are coming," <laughs> and everybody was like, "No, these guys are bad." And then it uh, <laughs> turns out, turns out, didn't really help the Leafs. So,
0: Bill, I just thought of somebody in regards to your Messier comparison, which I thought was really good. Steve Iserman is. Very similar to that, also where that's what Flyers fans picture—you know, any two-way center captain of their team to be. They want it to be Steve Eiserman, but it's not. You know, we never actually get the Steve Eiserman.
1: No, like if he has some similarities, it's like yeah, but he also parties way too much, and we have to trade him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: So Mike Richards, Eiserman, yeah. Dry
0: I- fucking island.
2: I think, I will say, though, uh, in terms of two-way centers that might get regarded as more defensive but are still pretty pretty damn good in elite, uh, I think it's Sean Couturier might get there one day, hopefully. Not as good as those two guys, obviously, but, like, top-line elite two-way center that wins a cup or two, maybe, hopefully.
0: I mean, it feels like Sean Couturier has played for a decade already.
2: Yeah, and uh, I, I think he has. Wait, no. No, he's come close. It's, coming close. Up years. it's, yeah, it's close Nine years. He started in 2011. Yeah, yeah. 11-12. Was that his first year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's coming oh, up. It God. would be – that's pretty crazy, actually, to think
0: about. And he's only 12 years old.
2: Yeah, that, that's insane. They drafted him real young. Real young. And now he's 12.
1: Hey, you got to give it to Homer, man. He, he knew how to do that shit.
2: He did. I see. I think he – that trade, they didn't do that – I mean, I don't know
1: considering that they were blowing up a Stanley cup contending team, it's not the worst thing in this franchise history. Like look at what they got for Eric Lindros and look <laughs> at what they got for Richards and Carter. Like that's a much better trade.
2: Yeah. I don't want to look at what they speaking, got. for
0: Objectively <laughs> speaking in their own little spheres, the flyers cleaned up in those Richards and Carter trades individually, but even the whole though they combination of the shit show that home made that off season, uh,
2: yeah, I think yeah, and that too is it. You can't really bring up those trades without bringing up the reason why they were made with Briz Brizgalov. So it sucked.
1: And then when you get into Briz, you think about what happened to Bob, and you're like, "Son of a
2: bitch!" Yeah, and it all starts to unravel. So, oh. but yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, I, I agree with you. In a vacuum, I think they did. They didn't do too bad. Because what is it? The uh, I think the Richards trade was. I mean, it was Simmons and Shen, and Simmons yeah. has now worked his way to essentially being. Well, he's still. That trade is still in the Tyler roster, and Tyler Pitlake. <laughs> yep. And then Shen is still Farabee and Frost. So, the, and the Kings don't have either of those players from the – I mean, they have Jeff Carter still, who is uh, – yeah.
1: But they also don't have Jack Johnson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is – fuck, that is true. Yeah, that is uh, – but we need those trades to happen because then Jack Johnson ended up in Pittsburgh.
1: Good things come to those who wait, I suppose.
2: Yeah, after three cups, it's nice that the Penguins may have a little bit of a <laughs> a problem on the blue line now. he will get yeah, another one. Yeah. yeah, they'll figure out a way. Yeah, Crosby will just push Jack Johnson up and down the ice and we'll read articles about Jack Johnson's two-way play or some shit.
1: Oh, he'll get that comeback. He'll get that comeback player award.
2: <laughs> For just being bad. That's yeah. I love those. When they're like the third guy that's always mentioned, it's just like, what do you ever come? And it's like his skill set. It's like that was that's his main <laughs> argument for why he's on this list of players that came back. <laughs> his skill set. Yeah, they're just like, oh, man, you know he's bad, but like he had a pretty good season, so he was able to work against his own skill level. Pretty impressive if you think about it. Uh, now, I, yeah. How yeah.
0: can we not mention? How can we not mention Flower Town's Mike Richter, Cherry Hill's Bobby Ryan, and somewhere else in South Jersey's Johnny Gaudreau.
2: They're from here. They're I mean, from here. Matter. Yeah, they're from all her. time
1: uh, should have been Flyers.
2: Yeah. Also, in that case, why isn't Mike Trout on the Flyers? Why aren't these guys on the why aren't they all just on the Flyers?
1: Mike Trout's a cosplayer, first of all. He's a fraud.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think, Bill, did you the day that Mike Trout turned into a trader? Was that when he signed the deal? When he signed his extension. Yeah. yeah. So because yeah. he kept on going the Eagles uh, games and all my this My number shit.
1: one goal in life now is to be on the air in this city full time by 2026 just so when the all-star game comes to town I can lead the contingent booing him
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is it's a goal to accomplish it's a it's a high marquee set but I, I think you're pretty close I think we could like, you might be able to do it here
0: that would be the modern day Cataldi leading a group to boo Donovan McNabb except yeah <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> well, better because he's not going to
1: for our fucking team. <laughs>
0: Correct.
2: Also Mike trout has been throwing uh fly balls from the outfield at uh, the second baseman's feet all season long. So that really pissed people off. That was a uh, I like the uh I don't have any I don't have anybody else on this list though, so I will say. Bobby, but like by, I mean uh out of those three though, Bobby who I mean Mike Richter was a good goalie. I don't think he would have been a, a guy that should have been a flyer that usually gets canceled out. <laughs> Uh, and then (laughs) Johnny Goodrill is small and speedy. And I feel like he is the prime example of a player that like, uh, like he is somebody who thrives in today's league, but I don't know how he would have done back when Sammy Kaepernick played (laughs) or like back when those smaller guys were kind of getting like knocked around. I don't know how well he would have played. Uh, and then who, who else was the last guy? Bobby Ryan. Just cause that was
1: so like, that one was everyone thought bobby ryan was going to be a flyer at some point yeah i think when when i was with buzz on broad or one of them like they did an interview with him and he was like yeah i would love to play for
2: the flyers oh shit okay yeah so that uh that's a pretty good one that should have been at the top of our list here
0: well i think it was <laughs> that the randy j miller at the golf course drinking some beers interview <laughs>
1: Uh, the anything that they do at the golf courses. Remember, Ronick? Like every year, would say some shit, and it was like, wow, you keep putting a microphone in front of his face after eighteen holes of golf? He's hammered. He's had a beer a hole."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ronick is yeah. Ronick's still uh still out there making some comments. Still, so he was no, pretty. That's, uh, that's uh, J-R. J-R. Yeah, sure, He can I don't even know what he's up to now. I don't know if he's uh. Did he get picked up by anybody else? I mean, I, I doubt it. I haven't seen anything. The golf I, he's
1: one of the all-time great letdowns of uh of like athletes who went into the media and it was like, "Oh man, he's hilarious." Like he's what Ke- everyone thought he was going to be what Keith Jones became.
2: Oh yeah. No, that's
1: Like Ronick just started Oh yeah, got to get pucks deep. Like just started doing hockey clichés. It was like, "Bud, you didn't do this your whole fucking career."
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just something about getting in front of the camera. A lot of them just just get down to the really basic commentary that we just don't want to fucking hear. I don't know. And then
0: it's the guys like Jones and uh, more of the background players like uh, Kevin Weeks types who end up like actually shining and having more. Of <laughs>
2: yeah. It's one of those weird like always watching the play kind of develop Like a catcher in baseball, the catchers always become uh, like a manager, don't they?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Well, my friends, I think we've about covered the gamut here. I think we got. Pretty much all the best flyerish non-flyers out there that we can. Uh, maybe the only one, maybe we didn't mention Bob Probert. Bob Probert would have been a legend. I in was this town, thinking,
2: yeah. yeah, 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 big time brawler back in the day. That yeah. would have been a good choice. Any
1: like all-time heavyweight
2: is yeah is yeah. a is a guy that should have been a flyer. Yeah. Like
1: listen, Dave Schultz. We all respect what he did in this town. He's here a couple of years, does some things. He's in the Flyers Hall of Fame alongside, like, you know,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark, some,
1: some great players, some actual Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah, Mark Howe, one of the great defensemen, like one of the great underrated Flyers ever.
2: Well, uh, well I'm thinking of uh, like Clark Clark Gillies is another guy that from the Islanders would be a guy that should have been on the Flyers or like a guy that was a Flyers flyer. So
1: I was thinking Wendell
0: Clark.
2: Wendell Clark is fucking Wendell Clark is the guy that should have been at the top of this list, too. (laughs) That was a good one.
0: No, but we could go on all night with this. Yeah, we have named all the best names, all the greatest names. No, not all the greatest names, but we have named a lot of great non flyers, flyerish non flyers. And we, again, could go on for like three more days with this stuff. But if you think of any good ones, hit us up on Twitter with whatever your suggestions are. Bill, where can people find you on Twitter?
1: Uh, they can't. I have decided to become, uh, abs- no, it's at Billadelphia1. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm that's a gonna, hell uh, bombshell. Yeah, I'm just done. Imagine going off social media entirely during quarantine. I'm just sitting here, like, I, I don't watch the news, so I would just be shut off.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's my that's my problem now, too, is I, I don't watch the news. I have to go I'm getting all my news from social media. It's terrible.
0: <laughs> it's, that is, I wouldn't recommend
2: it. It's not ideal. No. Did yeah. you
1: know? No, I'm not even. <laughs> some,
2: that shit'll get
0: that shit'll show up on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> Let's talk conspiracy, guys. Let's talk conspiracy. Craig, where can people find you on Twitter?
2: At sports underscore r underscore bad. Uh, I put out the thing today about the. Flyers nearly blowing a 3-0 series uh, lead back in 1975. The New York Islanders pulled the reverse sweep off against the Penguins the round before they faced the Flyers and then almost did it to the Flyers as well. Talked about how the Flyers stopped that and then talked about how the Islanders and Flyers' organizational paths may have been a little differently. If uh, you know the Flyers didn't have a second cup and maybe the Islanders have a, maybe a fifth cup, maybe that propels a little bit more in the late 70s for them. So. That's on the site now, and then also I was going to write about the luckiest and luckiest shooters from this season for the Flyers. That nice. is hopefully going to be out on Thursday or Friday. All right. That's all that's right, all right. that's all.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can reach me at FlyPurpley or at Sdaybomb, but make it FlyPurpley for all of your hockey needs. Of course, be sure to follow BSH Radio and Broad Street Hockey. Be sure to listen to all of our great podcast offerings. I feel like we're putting out more podcasts than ever with no hockey to talk about.
2: Right <laughs> really, yeah, I feel the same way, actually. Oh, no, now everyone gets
0: to talk
1: about shit they actually like and not this terrible sport. Charlie (laughs) Charlie, doing the the music and movie shows, he's, like, giddy when we start.
2: (laughs) He's so happy.
0: It's a whole new Charlie. It's something else.
2: All right, gang,
0: check out out all of our great podcasts right now. We're putting out some great stuff right now. BSH Radio, Broad Street Hockey. Like us on Facebook. uh, Rate, subscribe. All that great stuff. Folks, that's all we got. Until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good
3: hockey. Hello,
2: everybody. This This is Fly Fly, Herbally. It is a podcast about hockey, mostly the Flyers, but also other other hockey hockey things, things. like Like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve! but not Steve Hartnell and Craig, but not Craig Ruby, no, this isn't all those hockey guys, these are the guys who watch the hockey
3: sport, yeah!